Hey, good morning, my loves. All right, so guess who's up at 5.35 in the morning? And so um, what you're going to see on the, on the thumbnail is a clip I just saw. It's part of my uh, shorts algorithm. So here's what's cool. Yesterday, I was talking about my fascination with um one of the comedic oracle cards that I had pulled. Oh, this was months ago. And it's it's at this point kind of like in one of my closets, but um it was either um nut or mutt, but it it was a uh, uh, the comedic queen, and she was you know on her empire on her throne and in all of her royal um attire and looking really regal. But what was interesting to me was on her headdress, um was a vulture and I'm like you know it couldn't have been something like I like peacocks it would have been listen in my temple if I were to ever be an oracle card it would have lots of like peacocks there for sure um I want some IRL I've talked about this before right but I was like why the vulture and not the eagle you know everybody likes the eagle it soars high and all this but why the vulture so here's the cool thing um I guess the guy or there's someone on on this guy's show called Aubrey Marcus, and he talks about what happens when you zoom out of your current situation. And I thought it was interesting. So let's I'm going to play it twice. I'm going to play it one time through and then go back and kind of just break down my current understanding. Although I feel like this is something that's going to um just stretch my mind a little bit. So let's go. When I was very much a materialistic thinker, I believed in coincidences. Now I don't believe in coincidence at all, at all, because I've had way too many examples where I had thought previously something was coincidence and I realized later that it was all part of a macro pattern that was just too large for me to see from my zoomed in too close to the tree to see the forest perspective. Hmm. As soon as you zoom out and start looking at things from a larger standpoint, then those patterns start to become more visible Mm -hmm. to the naked eye. And you start realizing I'm learning something through this. Mm. And it's a beautiful process. Just now that you've read Kybalion, I'm sure that uh, if you haven't yet, you will soon start experiencing more synchronicities. And this is one of the things that Carl Jung talks about. The, mm. the surest sign of the path to enlightenment, or what he called the individuation process, mm. is the number of synchronicities you start to register and experience in your day-to-day life. Mm. When I was very much a materialistic thinker, so that's pretty cool, right? So he's talking about being a materialistic thinker. Um, that's something I'm going to... There's several terms that he talked about that I'm going to have to kind of just dig in a little bit, into a little bit, but he's talking about when he was a materialistic thinker. I believed in coincidences. Now I don't believe in coincidences at all, at all, because I've had way too many examples where I had thought previously something was coincidence, and I realized later that it was all part of a macro pattern. So that's pretty cool too. Macro pattern, right? So macro meaning that world view, right? Uh, micro. So in in school, I learned about about micro and macro. And micro is the teeny tiny up close, you know, on a smaller scale. Macro is is larger, 
overall overarching, which would explain, you know, micro is the one tree that you're standing next to. Micro are the trees that you can see when your feet are on the ground. Macro is when you're on the plane and you're flying over and seeing, you know, the clumps of the forest and the clumps of, of all the trees and, you know, the suburban areas and the commercial areas, right? <clears throat> So you start to understand that there are patterns, which is, this is so cool within and of itself. Remember, I've been talking a little bit about how um, my, my, some of the favorite movies that I've been liking lately have to do with like artificial intelligence and or the, th the map of our brain, right? And a part of the ones who make it in these movies that have to do with um, programming, because our minds are computers, our minds are computers, right? So, and so because of that, a lot of us are either programmed and or we have patternistic behavior, right? If this, then that. And people tend to behave certain ways in certain patterns and collective, right? And you, so that's where you start to see like synchronicities. And then it kind of explains why you keep attracting the same things over and over and over, especially if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, right? Let me um, keep. It was just too large for me to see from my zoomed in too close to the tree to see the forest perspective. As soon as you zoom out and start looking at things from a larger standpoint, then those patterns start to become more visible mm -hmm. to the naked eye. And you start realizing, I'm learning something through this. And that's so cool. If anything, I wanted to be, this to be a motivational message, and I'll, I'll keep this one short. I'm going to go back into my little, you know, lion's lair <laughs> um, type of a thing. But, um, yeah, just understand that the things that are happening around you are for you to learn something, right? And it's a beautiful process. Just now that you've read Kybalion, I'm sure that uh, if you haven't yet, you will soon start experiencing more synchronicities. And this is one of the things that Carl Jung talks about. And I love it. Uh, Carl Jung is another person that um, you learn about if you start to, start to take psychology classes. Um, and here it is, you have this man who is able to understand human behavior. And here's, here's another part. The, the surest sign of the path to enlightenment. Or... So here he's talking about uh, how Carl Jung uh, explored the path to enlightenment, right? Thanks to um, listening to Princella, we've been exploring, you know, what, what this um, Abram Maslow's hierarchy of need, who was another psychologist, right, studied human behavior, the hierarchy of needs, you know, the basic needs of food, shelter, um, and how you ascend to, um, self-actualization or transcendence, right? And so, um, Carl Jung deals with the, with the path of enlightenment. And here, here we go. What he called the individuation process is the number of synchronicities you start to register and experience in your day-to-day -day life. When I was very much a materialistic... Isn't that so freaking cool? It's a lot, right? But I really like this because I'm in a space where if I'm starting to probably get a little bit bogged down with the day-to-day -day type of um, things that are happening, it's time for me to take it to the next level. Like if it starts to get a little bit 
um, murky or dark, especially for some of the energy I'm working through right now. This is actually a turning point for me here at 535 in the morning. I'm still working through the energy. Um, one of the things about Virgos is it's very important for us to keep a pattern or a routine to our life. It makes for a level of comfort comfortability. If you have a child that uh, is going through something and they have Virgo placements in their trinity, um, try to keep their, their schedule as regular as possible because it's kind of like a security blanket and not in a way that's supposed to like coddle them or like keep them a damper, but it keeps them in, in a pattern because what you do not want to do, and I think even... Uh, with 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 some like my Scorpio, if we're fixed, you can get stagnant and it's not good. So I'm really kind of proud of myself. I'm working through the energy, like I said. Um, but this feels good to me, right? Because it also shows with um, if any of you are dealing with Phoenix um, rising from the ashes kind of energy, it can get really funky. It can feel like everything is breaking down around you and collapsing and burning and that just means it's time for you to kind of ascend and almost take this. Um, <clears throat> he talked about the zoomed in um, versus the macro view. And just time for me to just kind of ascend and go up and expand my mind. And um, and this is helpful. This is really cool for me to actually capture it here on this podcast. But I think that um, I'm going to pay attention to that. It's going to be good for me to just keep books around myself that kind of talk about um, 5D concepts so that when I start to feel a little bit condensed, it's time for me to just start to explore something higher outside of myself. So I'm going to play it one more time and then I, I'm actually sleepy. I'm going to go back to bed. I have my alkaline water here and my emergency with the zinc. Um, yeah, I'll go get you some. Before you get sick, boost your immune system before you get sick. And then that way you don't have to get sick. And then, you know, I've heard like you don't want to take it after you get sick. You can, but it's not going to like make you, you know, get better per se, which is kind of alleviate your symptoms. But yeah, so I'll probably just take a couple of um, gulps of this and I'm going to go back to bed. It's only 545 and... um it's still dark outside and I'm warm, warm and cozy in my bed. I slept really good. I slept straight through. I went to bed pretty early. I fell asleep like around, I want to say between 8 and 9 p.m. So it's a good feeling. Rest is so important. Sleep is so important. It's part of the regenerative um, process and... um. I'm in the process of looking for something else to replace the collagen PM just because I do worry about the lead <laughs> content that's in there. So I will keep you guys posted until the next podcast, y'all. Love you. Bye.